0: Welcome to the Women's Bible Study Studio. We know it is vital to know the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Knowing God's Word brings freedom and rest. Jesus called us to walk worthy of our calling, His calling. How can we be sure that we are walking worthy of His calling? By His Spirit, we can know His Word and walk in His Word. The truth you know will make you free. Free indeed. Free to be whoever God called you to be in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Join me as I delve into the Word of God to hear what it is that He has to say through the study of His Word. Welcome to the Women's Bible Study Studio. Welcome to this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode about the importance of the life of Jesus' mother, Mary. We can hear Jesus speak to us through the life of Mary, Jesus' mother. What does God say to us in the scripture about his relationship with us through the accounts of Mary's life recorded in the Bible? First, Let's take a moment to pray. Father, thank you for your spirit who illumines your word and teaches us. Speak to us, Lord, by your spirit as we take the time to hear what you have to say to us through this account in scripture. We thank you in advance for speaking to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we can see Mary's devotion to God and her trust in God in the pages of scripture. The book of Luke tells us how an angel appeared to Mary and told her that she would be the mother of Jesus, the anointed one. This is in Luke chapter one. Jesus, yes, he is the anointed one and there is no other. When The angel told Mary this news, she believed God, and she praised God. Her response was, be it unto me according to thy word. That's Luke chapter 1, verse 38. Then the word goes on to say that she said, and blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. This is what the word of God says. I'm sorry. And then Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. That's verses 45 through 47. We can see that God used Mary mightily. And he can use every woman. And women who have uh, named the name of Christ as their Lord and Savior, who have called upon the name of Jesus and received and received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, can know that God will achieve His purpose, His plan, um, for and in your life as well. Well, verse 45 of Luke chapter 1 says this, For with God... Nothing shall be impossible. So if you've read the account or heard the the story or the account in scripture about the birth of Jesus and how Mary spoke to that angel, um, the angel spoke to her, you can know that this was an a, a awesome thing. An unbelievable thing if you want to call it that, but the, the angel what the angel said was true and Mary believed it she believed God. So we can know verse 45 chapter one says, "For with nothing God uh, for with God nothing shall be impossible And that is in our lives as well. God has given each of us spiritual gifts for the upbuilding and equipping of the body of Christ and for p- preaching the gospel. And God has given us that uh, command to preach the gospel to the whole world. So, just like Mary, God can use us and we can respond just like she did in obedient reverence to God. Mary, as I said, we know, we all know, Mary is Jesus' mother. And she obviously had a relationship with Jesus, she cared for Jesus, raised Jesus. And um, even when Jesus was an adult, he had um, a close relationship with his mother. And we can see the human side of Jesus. We know Jesus was and is God in the flesh. And that he came to earth and dwelt among us. We can see his relationship with her, Mary. And um, we can take away some... A very important truths. So let's take a look at the account of Jesus and his mother in uh in the in the uh, book of in the book of Luke. I'm sorry, in the book of John. In the book of John, chapter 2. Um first I'd like to preface this passage of scripture by saying that when I mention Jesus' humanity, I mean, as I just stated, that He was God in the flesh. So He, as it states in Hebrews, felt everything that we feel. Was at all points tempted as we have been tempted. So He has been um, approached with all the things that that we are that we encounter in life, uh, that we encounter as uh, Christians. Yet he did not sin. Um, So chapter four, Hebrews speaks to Jesus, Jesus's humanity. And so John chapter one, verse 14 says this, and you can read it for yourself. And the word of God, Jesus was made flesh and dwelt among us. And that he, uh, it states that he was fully God and fully man. And he was born of the spirit. So we know that he was born of the spirit Joseph was his earthly father and Mary was Jesus' mother. And here in John chapter two, we can see and read and hear the Spirit speak to us through John chapter two. Both Mary and Jesus were in attendance at this wedding in Cana. So, we can know that Jesus was no longer a child at this time. We can see that um, he was still found in the company of his mother. And we can know that from this account in scripture that his mother was important to him. He loved his mother and he cared for her. They spent time together. And um, he listened and followed the advice, the admonition and direction of his mother, even as an adult. While Jesus was invited, to this wedding in Cana and his mother was there along with other people Jesus knew his disciples um, Jesus was there among family and or friends and the historical research that I read shows that it was most likely a close friend or a relative um, that was m- being married at this marriage celebration Mary, his mother was there, as I said, and from what I read, she was there most likely helping, organizing, because this was the habit of women in that day, especially of a close friend or a relative who was getting married. So the scripture says that she noticed that the, the wine ran out at this wedding, and she asked Jesus to address the situation. She was there with Jesus and the disciples, as I said, and we can discern that this was an enjoyable time. And so she was most likely enjoying the company of friends and family, and of course, her son, Jesus. This is a great blessing that God has given to us to be in the company of friends and family and in love, and loved ones, to celebrate, to visit, to share, and to care for, for one another just like Jesus and Mary did. Jesus' relationship with his mother and family members and other people like the 12 disciples and Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Lazarus, and his sisters, Martha and Mary, um, is important to us. These are depictions and accounts in scripture that are important to us and that set an example for us how to, to live our lives today. Jesus eventually responded to a, a request Mary made of him to replenish the wine at the wedding. Well, eventually, as I said, he did respond. He didn't know exactly why Mary would ask him of this because it wasn't his time. He said his time had not yet come. So to reveal himself. Um, but eventually he did. He responded. And then he... T- well, Mary told the attendants to do whatever he asked. So when he tells you to do something, he's gonna, you're going to be required to do it. So just do what he asked when he asked you. And the, the servants or the attendants responded. So Jesus told them to fill the water pots there, um, fill them with water. And they did that. So we read um, in the scripture that the governor of the celebration... The master of the celebration um, said to the bridegroom that this was the best wine and it had been saved for last. So Jesus performed a miracle, a great feat. If you ask the the governor of the wedding, it was a great feat. And it was it was a fantastic favor um, from God for the groom and for the bride. So. We can know Jesus can turn any situation that seems to be depleted like that wine at the wedding in Cana, Jesus can turn it into a full and abundant supply and we can know our best days, our best work, and our best encounters with Jesus and for Jesus are yet to come. So we can see Jesus responding to his mother caring for the guest at the the wedding and caring for the bride and the bridegroom by performing this miracle and revealing himself as um, god in the flesh by performing this miracle in cana another account in scripture tells us all about jesus love and care for mary um, And Mary is depicted as loved for, cared for, and a devoted woman of God who is clearly devoted to her son Jesus. Uh, Jesus, in chapter 19, in the book of John, is hanging on the cross. He's about to die for the sins of the whole world. And Jesus took the time to make sure, and to ask John, who was there at the cross as well, to care for his mother. We see the relationship between Jesus and his mother, and we can know that we have a special relationship. And God created these relationships, and he expects us to be great stewards, to be good stewards of these great relationships that he has given us. Um... Jesus asked John to care for his mother. It may seem like, you know, that's common sense. If you're not going to be here, ask somebody to care for your mother. (laughs) But we as people need these examples. We as people needed Jesus to go to the cross to save us from our sins so that we can have the love of God in our hearts for our mothers, our relatives, our friends, and that we can have the compassion and love of Jesus and extend that to others. It's not just something that we do because we have a mother. We cannot do that apart from Jesus Christ. So the fact that he cared for his mother means we can care and we can be grateful to God that we are not, um, subjected to, you know, whatever we could, you know, drum up in our own strength and flesh. Um, As a relative or, you know, subject our relatives to whatever it is that, you know, we can come up with as far as what we would consider care and concern. But we can know that we can be enabled and empowered by the Holy Spirit to care and love our relatives. And his, he cared tenderly for his mother and he cared so compassionately and tenderly for us that he died for the, the sins of the whole world. And he died specifically and lovingly for each and every one of us. So at the foot of that cross, Jesus told Mary, behold your son. Indicating that he wanted John to care for his mother. And he told John to behold your mother, Mary. And at the foot of the cross, where these three Mary, there were three Marys there. Mary, Jesus' mother... Mary, uh, the wife of Cleophas, who was Mary's sister-in-law, the second Mary, and third Mary, Mary Magdalene. Um, So when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by, the scripture says, the one he loved, who he loved, he saith unto her, her, his mother, woman, behold thy son. So this is, an awesome, um, this is an awesome request Jesus made to uh, John the disciple. And um, he could know that his mother would be well cared for by John. Um, the Bible says that John then decided or took Mary into his care. He decided to care for Mary, as if she was his own mother. So Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 12:50, chapter 12 verse 50, for whosoever does the will of my Father that which is in heaven. Just like John did, the same is my brother, and my sister, and my mother. Who is my brother? Who is my sister? Who is my mother? We are, we are Christ's brothers and sisters. We are Jesus's family and we can emulate Jesus and we can be empowered by Jesus through the spirit of God to do those things that he would have us to do. So through Mary's life, we can know God's love for us and his care for us through the depiction and through the account of Mary's life recorded in the pages of the Bible, We can know God's love for us and his care for us. And we can share by emulating the love of Jesus in our relationships and experience great blessings. We can see Jesus' great love for us in the way that he cared for Mary and for John, for the disciples and his other friends. And we can know that Jesus loves us dearly. Jesus said in the Bible, I no longer call you servants, but friends. So we are Jesus' friends, friends of God. And we can see through Mary that our devotion to God is important to God. And we can see that our response to God is important to him as well. And we should be like Mary. We should have a willingness to follow God with grateful praise and adoration of God for who he is and for who Jesus is in our lives and we can know and experience his faithfulness to us God's faithfulness to us as the scripture says for with God nothing that means absolutely nothing is impossible